All right, tell me about this. You sent me a weird, I'm going to say weird. You've talked about the toilet a lot in our relationship. Okay, that part. Never, never. <laughs> oh, you've heard about, I've heard about a lady on a toilet coughing, the coffer. Oh, yes. You've, you've heard a lot about other people. Oh, just toilet, toilet in general. Oh, but and never there, have And there a, was the overhead electrician at the yes, toilet in, in yeah, Yay. Yes. Yeah. Like, and I get it. It's, you know, part of everyday life. We yeah. all need to use one. Well, It's funny out of the hundreds of hours that this show has in accumulation that that's the part that you think we've talked about a lot. Yeah, well. <laughs> and I can remember two incidences over that four to five year period. But this is something that's happening to me right now. Where I am in this office, there's a half external toilet. It's got a cage around it with a gate. So you can get to it basically from a rear entrance and then the toilets are right there. And one of them doesn't close properly. Yeah. Like it'll come open if it's windy or whatever. And twice in the last couple of weeks, I've walked in there and essentially come face to face with a pigeon. <laughs> the first time. Pop his chest up at you. Go, the, the first time, it was like being stuck in a pigeon cyclone. Because uh-huh. I walked in there and closed the door straight away and it must have went to swoop out and then hit the door and started flying around my head. <laughs> Feathers are going everywhere. <laughs> and I had no idea what was going on. I thought I was stuck in there with a bat. <laughs> I'm freaking out. I had someone coming in to record that we both know and she was essentially said she was parking, so maybe I had 30 seconds. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be covered in feathers, possibly pigeon shit. And I'm changing colour here from red to white and back to red again. Did you squeal like a little girl? I did squeal like a little girl (laughs) because I thought I was stuck in there with something that could truly take me out. And the shit that was going through my head, the only time I can remember time slowing down the same way and the weird stuff I was thinking about was when the band back in the day had a car accident. And it's a weird analogy, but I thought about 500 things in five seconds during that accident. And in there, I was thinking, you've got glasses on, you're not going to get shit in your eyes. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. And don't take any deep breaths in case you get shit on your face and you sniff it. Like all these different things are going through my head. And then I went to reach for the door. And at this point, I was shit free. You're shit- <laughs> I, I had the feeling I hadn't been crapped on. And I went for the door, reached it. It swooped up over the door and then right at the last second, just showered the door. <laughs> so I'm in there. Uh, <laughs> then I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm going to have to clean that up because I've got someone coming in. It must have been stuck in there for ages because when I started looking around, there was feather and dry crap all over the floor. <laughs> so oh, I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to clean that up. And now I've got to clean up the door. Yuck. I thought, okay, that's a once-in-a-lifetime experience, Josh versus pigeon. A couple of days ago, I walked back in there and there was two pigeons in there. <laughs> two pigeons. <laughs> and, oh, thankfully, this time, I've been leaving the door open. So they're living in there. They're living like in Like I didn't get stuck in there at all. It decided that that is going to be where the pigeon lives. And now there's two pigeons and there's just feathers absolutely everywhere. Oh. And that's where we're at now because I've just got this thing in my head that you don't just clean up bird shit and feathers without gloves. Like you don't yeah. just walk around picking up shitty feathers. So now currently at the moment I've got one unusable toilet out of the two. <laughs> and pigeons are gross. Oh, they're the rats of the sky. They're the rats of the sky. Yeah. Something funny comes, well, they're, yeah, they're dirty because they just, they are rats of the sky. But when you're talking about 
pigeons in the toilet. Like we procured some homing pigeons. Another story. (laughs) So where we had a dairy, there must have been some sort of flight path that went over our place. Yep. And a couple years in a row it happened, but the first year it happened, we just ended up one time with like about half a dozen pigeons like on the top of the dairy roof, but not like your normal, like proper looking bread pigeons with all like leg bands and that. And we're like, what's going on here? (laughs) So, and they weren't going anywhere. So dad ended up building a, like a a pigeon cage for them. (laughs) They could fly in and out of it as well. And we started breeding pigeons. So someone else's prized pigeons. Essentially just relocated to your farm. Yes. But then there must have been a flight path or wherever it was. Were they flying back somewhere in between? Like were they so what happens with um, homing pigeons is basically they're trained. So they're they're bred up, they're with a group like of already sort of trained ones and what gradually happens is the owner will like say take them out for like 100 metres and let them go and they come back in and they go through their gate and they're back in and then it gets a bit further and further and instinctively like they're like homing pigeons. Yes. (laughs) That's where the name came from. Yeah. So a lot of the time what happens is so with races they are basically they're given a starting point. So all these people from around everywhere will come with their pigeons and then let them go. And they're set on timers and that with their with their leg bands so that when they go back through their, their owner's thing when they get home, it's like clicked. It logs them in. Logs them in. Yep. Ching, you're done. <laughs> anyway, there must have been some flight path across. And other things that can happen, I've heard, is like say if an eagle or something comes and they can get a bit scared and mm. that can disrupt them. But we ended up with some pretty cool looking pigeons. We had like some <laughs> brown felony ones. It was like black and white ones, like an Appaloosa. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, they were really cool. My link to your story is the way that dad used to like mimic the noise yeah. was bucket a poo, bucket a poo, <laughs> bucket a poo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which links me to your toilet pigeon thing. <laughs> Two things about pigeons. If there is a certain degree of homing pigeons that just go AWOL. Yeah. There needs to be some kind of search and rescue pigeon. Like someone's got to be breeding a pigeon that can go find the other pigeons. The other thing is, did I tell you about the day at work that I randomly started thinking about how many pigeons it would take to lift my Corolla up? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how this came up. I thought if I ever broke down, what could I do? Yeah. To move my car and there was some pigeons as I got to work. And I thought, oh, I wonder how many pigeons. So I went into work and I told one of the girls and she thought it was a great idea that we sit down and work it out. So we worked out the general lifting capacity of a pigeon, yeah. which is about up to 50 grams. So the car weighs 1,500 kilos or thereabout when it's empty. So 1,600 when I'm in it. Yeah. We worked out that was going to take around 30,000 pigeons. <laughs> and even without whatever we're using to actually attach them to the car, yeah, we didn't price that out. But I looked up how much a pigeon with a 50 gram lifting capacity would be because you've got different levels of pigeon. You can buy a pigeon for 50 bucks, which is more like a meat pigeon. 
Yeah. And to get something that's really well-bred that could probably be used for racing or homing, they're up to $1,000. So we did an average of the two. Yeah. And it worked out that it was going to be 30,000 pigeons and it was going to cost me $3 million. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm probably not the ideal thing to move a car. <laughs> I love that shit. I love They're that. They're my favourite. And this is why, even though I've had several senior management type of jobs, this is why when I think about myself, I don't ever think I'm management material. <laughs> no. Because my greatest memory of my former job is the time that we'd put all of our brain power into pigeon work 